Well, welcome to our first talk therapy series of 2022. You all loved the Process and Praise series that we did in December so much that I've decided to bring more series to you throughout the year. I love creating these. I love the community it builds. And so I'm excited to see where the Lord leads us on these. And here's, I'm going to give you a little backstory behind how I figured out what February would be. And of course, I try to just go as the Spirit leads me. But I did something crazy slash silly. And I turned my Christmas tree into a Valentine's tree. Honestly, I just wasn't ready for the party to be over. And I've heard of people doing this before. Every year, I kind of joke with my family that we're going to do it. And this year, I just did it. I went to Hobby Lobby. I found a lot of really cute ornaments and turned it into a Valentine's tree. So I have this tree up in my living room. And every time I walk by it, there's these little ornaments that say love and things like you're so loved. And of course, happy Valentine's Day and hearts. And so I just have love on my mind. And of course, February is known for Valentine's Day, but I don't really want to dig into that. I know there's all kinds of history about Valentine's Day. I'm not really here to debate that with you, but here's what I do know. I do know that God is love. I know that he cares about relationships in our life. And so the theme of this series for this month is Relationships Restored. So each week, we're going to talk about different relationships that I feel like the Lord wants us to press into, pray over, and just talk about. But when I asked him, you know, honestly, I sat down and I kind of started to make a list of the different relationships that we could pray through. And the first one that came to mind was... Restoring union between yourself and God. And I want to talk to you a little bit about what this even means. So it's the first week in February. Chances are that many of you listening have already given up on some kind of a New Year's resolution. Now, this isn't an episode about resolutions because I personally choose to look at each day, not each year, as a chance to start something again. But I'm actually just curious what you're thinking about yourself right now. What is your self-talk? I know for a lot of people, when you start out you know, with a goal to maybe exercise more, eat healthier, or read the Bible more, or start something, some business that's been on your heart to do, and we kind of sprint out of the gate, and then whenever challenges come, we stop, and the first thing we do is we really beat ourselves up. And so I just want to take a minute here to kind of look at our, I know this phrase is cliche, but self-love. Now, you know me, as a Christian, I have to go, "Mm, we can't just start and stop at self-love. We have to go a little deeper. And the passage that God brought me to comes from Mark 12, 28 through 31. And I'm going to read it to you, and then we're going to discuss it a little bit. One of the scribes that came up and heard them disputing with one another And seeing that he, meaning Jesus, answered them well, asked him this. They asked Jesus, which commandment's the most important of all? And Jesus answered, the most important, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And here's what he says is the most important. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And then the second commandment is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's no other commandment greater than these. So he's saying the two greatest commandments, and I know we've heard this before, but we're going to talk about it again today and what this means to us in this series 
he first says, you got to love God with everything. You know, he, he lists all the areas of ourself that we need to love the Lord with. But the first and foremost greatest commandment is love God with your entire being. And then the second is love your neighbors, love those people that God's put around you as yourself. So here's a couple key takeaways from this passage that I want to talk about when we're looking at restoring union with ourself and with the Lord is this. We cannot practice self-love without seeking God with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. I really believe that's why some of the self-love movements that we see don't stick, they don't go deep, is because I can only love myself so much if I don't first have a love for the Lord, right? It almost becomes this pseudo, not very deep thing when it's not grounded in, first and foremost, my love for the Lord. And I really believe that's one of the reasons that that's the first and greatest commandment, because God knows if we don't first seek Him with everything that we are, everything else is really going to be hard to do. It's going to be very hard to implement. We'll be white knuckling it and it's not going to be genuine and sincere and deep and long lasting. And then here's the next key takeaway from this passage. How can we love others, which is the second commandment, if we don't first love ourselves? I believe the answer lies in that more, that seeking of God, but that's just the thing. You know, he tells us to love others. I I wonder, you know, later this month, we're going to talk about restoration of marriage and family and friendships, but how can we go and love on those people well if we don't first love ourselves? And how can we love ourselves if we don't first love the Lord? It's a domino effect that has to be grounded in our love for the Lord. And you know what I love about this? It's so simple. All it is is just us turning back to God. Every time we wander away and we start chasing things that we think might make us feel happy and we think might make us feel loved, and we get that thing and we go, hmm, I actually don't feel much different than when I started this journey, right? And so here's something else I want us to do. I have a key verse that we're going to be looking at all month, and we're going to stack up these relationships against our key verse, and it's 1 Corinthians 14, 4 through 8. Here's what it says. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but it rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they'll pass away. As for tongues, they'll cease. As for knowledge, it will pass. But love never fails. So here's here's the thing that I want us to do today. I want to take this key verse, and we're going to do this every week, and we're going to analyze it against the relationship that we're looking at that day. So today, we're looking at this relationship between us and the Lord and us and ourselves. So here's my question to you. Do you treat yourself kind? Do you treat yourself with patience? Are you irritable, resentful? Let Just t- take a moment, and I want to ask you this month to take that key verse, that 1 Corinthians 14, 4 through 8. That is something that I think a lot of us have heard, but I would love for us actually to stop and meditate on it throughout the month and go, hold on, let me look at this. God, God gave us a blueprint for what love should look like. And we cannot force it. We cannot white knuckle it. But the more we immerse ourselves in the love of the Lord, the more these things, when it comes to how we treat ourselves and others in this area of relationships, happen organically because we're 
pouring out from an overflow of what's already happening in our heart with us in the Lord. So I just felt very strongly that it's important before I start talking to us about restoring other relationships, it's critical that we get so firmly rooted and planted in our relationship with the Lord and our love relationship with Him that all these other relationships just flow out of that. So here's some practical takeaways. You know me, I love to give you some practical things to stand on on how to seek God in those those four areas that Jesus was telling them, hey, you have to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Here's some just practical ways that we can do that. Ask God what's separating you from him and be willing to get rid of it. If he tells you it's social media or it's food or it's shopping or it's people pleasing or Netflix, I don't know, this list could go on for days. What is it? Let him bring it up and say, yeah, this is the thing that's separating you and I. And be willing to lay it down in exchange for a deeper love relationship with the Lord. Turn on worship music. I This is simple but powerful. Last night as I did dishes, I stuck some headphones in and put worship music on. And the woman I was from 10 minutes later was incredibly different because his love just washed over me as I washed the dishes. No pun intended there. Um, look for him throughout your day in fun ways. I love to do this with the Lord when I'm trying to just really dig into him and strengthen my relationship with him. I just ask him, hey, Lord, show yourself to me today in maybe fun, random ways that only him and I would know about. He knows your quirks. He knows your personality. Just like when you started dating somebody for the first time or you got to know a new friend for the first time, it's always kind of fun getting to know them. Do that with God. Go back to the beginning if you need to and just have fun with your relationship with him. And then, of course, I have to say it. You have to get in his word. We have to to be in his word. He left such a beautiful gift. His word is not something we have to read. It's a get to because we have access to it. I have breath in my body. I have eyes that I know how to read. What a gift that we have And we get to read this love letter from the Lord. So get in there and ask him to show you a way to get in this love letter from him that is just fun and exciting and just an adventure. Just look at the Bible like an adventure, like you're opening up to read a love letter from from somebody that you you know haven't haven't been able to talk to in a while. Just look at it, shift your perspective on how you view God in His Word. All right, well, let me wrap up by praying over this and then I will send you on your way. So Lord, we just thank you. Thank you, thank you that you left us your word that you could just speak life and wisdom over us. Jesus, thank you for reminding us of the greatest commandments of all relationships and that's to seek first God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength and then to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So God, I just pray for restored union between us and you. Show us anything that's separating us in our relationship with you. I pray for restored union between us and ourselves. Any self-talk or hatred that we're doing towards ourselves, would you reveal and heal that in the name of Jesus and just cover it with your blood? And then, of course, help us to be able to turn out and love others just as you've called us to. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, that concludes today's episode of Talk Therapy. Hey, please consider, invite a friend to join us for this Restored Relationship series. It is always so fun to grow together with others, and I just love bringing new people into this community every day. Well, I will see you back here 
next time on Real Talk with Rachel.